0: Welcome back everybody, I must apologize for the long sabbatical, it was mostly unscheduled but um, I thought I would come back with an episode that kind of ties a few things together, adds a little bit of new and um, I think I'd like to bring some of these these, uh, topics and items and Activities we've been exposed to together and kind of explain what somebody who is, uh, how somebody who is offended or uh, I guess you could say doesn't really care is apathetic to some of the things that have been going on. And uh, it's sort of important because um, there's such divisiveness in the country right now and um one side seems to be incredibly focused and organized and uh evil and the other side just kind of wants to go about their business and this isn't going to end well and we've seen times when things flare up and it's not very pretty of course there's a lot of uh exaggeration and bullshit behind it but uh i mean i think the you know, the little thumbnail is going to kind of bring it up um We've seen some pretty bizarre political chicanery, and um, it's been about the last five years. Uh, It was subdued and kept uh, behind the curtain before that, but I think the thing that people can do to see, uh, kind of like a reality check on who you are, I think what you can do is kind of gauge your own uh, level of acceptance or rebellion against things, and um It tells you what your integrity is, kind of, and some people might not want to hear that because it's, uh, you know, uncomfortable or whatever, but um, basically I'll go over some of the the things that uh, should upset you uh, or puzzle or make you totally apathetic uh, and not care, disengage from what's been going on. You just want to raise your family, go to work, whatever, hang out with the buddies, go fishing, go bowling, barbecue, whatever it might be. Um But you have to ask yourself, do you think back in the day when um, Robert Mueller was appointed, special counsel, do you think it was okay that his uh, entire team of investigators who were, you know looking into the president and is in a circle, reset all of their team work phones after their comrades, Lisa Page, Peter Strzok, were outed by the Inspector General Michael Horowitz. And here's where you need to stop and think honestly about it, because we know uh, from their own communications and files and such what they did. And um, if, if if you're okay with that against Trump, you'd have to ask yourself how you would feel if that happened to a, a Barack Obama or a Joseph Breibin. Uh, and some people, if uh, they're honest, they'll come out and say, I don't have a problem with that or you're completely full of shit. And these are the people who refuse to, uh, and the media tells them to do that. Stop looking. Stop looking around. We'll just tell you what you need to know. And that's pretty stupid. Um, And, you know, and there are many people who uh, have been arguing that conservatives aren't really supposed to pay attention, aren't allowed to speak, aren't allowed to offer or contribute or partake. Um, And at this point, uh, I you know, I could encourage a variety of Republicans or conservatives, whatever, libertarians, people in the middle, um, to to pick up, uh, 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 to charge Democrats all over the country. And then, um, you know, like when there's something wrong, we cry foul. But um, we typically don't do that. And like I said, there's a whole uh, hive mind, pre-planned, preordained, predestined kind of thing going on with a Democrat, you know, Marxist-Democrat party. Um, so, yeah, th- when an entire team, the Mueller's investigative team, has to reset their phones right after they are found out that uh, somebody's actually watching their work, um, that's disturbing. And there was a time that that would have meant something different, you know, it would have turned out or ended differently. And I'll bring up again, something that I've done in the past, what Lisa Page's job actually was. She was supposed to assist agents as they put together their investigation. You know, they get to hand it off to DOJ to for, uh, for them to try, these people, to try and secure some convictions through prosecution and all. Uh, and a big part of that is making sure that all of the work is conducted within, you know, the letter of the law. Uh, it's a little harder to secure convictions when a suspect hasn't committed a crime, but the, uh, the FBI has been able to, you know, kind of sometimes falsify evidence, like Kevin Sla- Klein, Slimesmith. Um, the DOJ is really good at suppressing Brady material. So it isn't impossible. It's just a little bit harder. Maybe the people, the players that pull it off, uh, re- receive a higher, greater reward. Uh, it's not impossible because you have judges like Emmett Sullivan uh, and Dabney Friedrich. Uh, mm-hmm. Remember, Matt Sullivan, he took down Senator Stevens. Um, uh, you know, <clears throat> uh, In fact, Dabney Friedrich's husband, Matthew, was the DOJ head of the criminal division at the time, and um, somehow he got a, he stepped into the public integrity section's lane, took care of that, took off. And then when Iman Sullivan ordered that uh, investigation from Henry the III, Matthew Friedrich's name was not on the list of people to be investigated. And the guy who actually was running it, that young man, Nicholas Marsh, Marsh he um, ended up taking his own life because he knew he was left holding the bag. So now we have the Abney Friedrich deciding the fate of the January 6th protesters. And look around. You really need to look around at the uh, video because there's a couple minutes of video that shows uh, some hostilities, Aggression, some confrontation and physical violence. But there's a lot more stuff out there that shows uh, a number of people getting along, kind of dancing and partying with the Capitol Police and um, them being ushered in to a couple of entrances and given the instructions how they were to behave while they were in there. And you could tell it was amicable, very amicable. And the people who were actually providing the instructions had rehearsed them. They weren't just off the cuff. So uh, this was more of a, we knew it would happen from their point of view, I would imagine. So let's get back to Dabney. Dabney's going to decide what's going on. These people are being held as though they are terrorists. And I know this is another one of those things where you have to look at your soul. Look at your soul. Um, If you refuse to look at all of the other footage and see these things, then I really don't think you're uh, eligible to offer an opinion on what you think should happen to these protesters because they're all going to be lumped together and picked picked apart by this uh, piece of shit intelligence community-run government. I really think that's who's calling the shots. It's the intelligence community. I think the Democrats screwed up so bad the intelligence community knows it. They're going to hold it over their head. They get to call the shots. And it's a, you know, it's a, uh, a relationship, a symbiotic relationship in which that uh, they're, they're going to benefit um, and they've got a pretty tight hold on things um, so if you think it's okay for judges to allow investigators and prosecutors to hide evidence from juries that would unquestionably prove someone's innocence i would hope you i hope you learn what that feels like one day if you're okay with it um where the judges who cover for republicans uh, you know they'll be here soon sure uh, of course um, the Chargers themselves will be as fake as Christine Balsey Ford, but they need to uh, they need to close this loophole of logic because they have uh, you know the media telling you what the unified message they have Hollywood telling you unified message they have the intelligence community they have the Democrat it's everything so um, it, it this is not a good situa- situation because the longer we go on you've heard me say this before the longer we go on in this fake world the bigger the bang will be at the end. I'm convinced of that. And here's another one of those um, trickery kind of things that um, you should look at yourself. I look at myself. I know my role in the field where national security, uh, actually two, two different career tracks, you know, uh, they were sort of concurrent for a while there when I was in the reserves. But um, Hillary Clinton as Secretary of State one of the best uh, bullshit campaigns out there was when they came up with the "butter" her emails. And what that really is is um, you get to pick butter her emails and ignore what happened. And, you know, it's a, a good chuckle and laugh and everything. But what it really is is a double-barrel middle finger to national security and government transparency and, and accountability. So if you chose butter emails... Again, you forfeited your privilege to offer any kind of judicious opinion on national security matters. Yes, those three words were specifically chosen to mock anyone who took national security seriously. And you have to look at national security and where we've had really big problems in the past. House Democrats, how do they view them? Um, well, they you know they had the awans taking care of forty percent of those House Democrats. None of them had any background investigations or held clearance. Um, DNC's server got hacked. You know, and they're saying it was through a, an apparent fishing operation. Um, not, you know, P-H-I-S-H. Um, and what better way to divert attention than to blame your political opponents for having done so? But really, you have Pakistanis in there with no clearance, no background investigation, with ties to, uh, I believe it was Hamas or Hezbollah. So, uh, I'm inclined to believe that the Awans could have even been involved with that. I may have mentioned it in the past. But this is why, uh, whatever troubles befall the Democrats, they deserve them because of their blatant disregard for even some basic data security measures. Uh, and it's interesting. Here's here's what I think is kind of interesting. I'd really love to bend the fly in the wall. Secretary Clinton disobeyed the Anointed One, Barack Obama, uh, and everybody was quiet on the left. I mean, how did she disobey him? You say, you may ask. Uh, The only real stipulation that got out from President Obama was placed on Hillary, and and that was Sidney Blumenthal was not to have any sort of assignment in his administration. She went against his orders. Uh, She brought Sidney on. Apparently, she's probably never separated from the guy, and she had Sidney Blumenthal into her dealings, uh, including her communications and everything. So there really had to be a a really clear-cut reason or two why Obama did not want Blumenthal in his administration. And I can only guess what that was or what those reasons were. But for somebody willing to besiege the entire incoming administration by giving the nod to treasonable actions, the basis must have been quite severe. And I know when I said treasonable, some of you thought, that's a bit of a reach, man. And I'll remind you, John Brennan's handwritten notes were clear. Uh, Jake Sullivan, currently our national security director for Joseph Breibin, uh, he wrote the Russia hoax for Hillary. Hillary then approved it. And then Brennan was tasked with briefing that plan to Obama. So they knew about it. And we have it in his own handwritten notes. Uh, Kind of strange, huh? And again, these are the things where people either look at them and say, that's not normal, that's unacceptable, or other people go just piss off and move on. Um, not really a big fan of that piss-off-and-move-on kind of thing. And uh, we know how loud these people would be crying if it had happened against Democrats. Um, but none of this stuff would have worked. It would have had very little impact. You know, you have a handful of the 3.5 million digital warrior volunteers that Obama had to help them stay in there. Uh, but you have to sway over a bunch more people for it to look uh, somewhat believable. Uh, you got the media you know, blistering it out all day. Um, But it wouldn't have worked, right, without that bootlicker blitz. So Democrats, when it came to January 6th, had to make that insurrection look totally unpatriotic. Uh, Let's look back and see what other kind of deception. You know, think about uh, Democrats working between agencies in the House and the Intelligence Community and State Department to make Eric Chiramella. Uh, someone eligible to be a whistleblower without any first-hand account. Why? More than likely, his training would have made him an ace witness. So basically, Hollywood is running DC, so we sort of laugh about that, but here it probably stands true. Uh, And the theme has been here, uh, at any other time in American history, these actions taken by Democrats and the intelligence community wouldn't have gone very far. Uh, it would have done, gone anywhere really, but without crooked people in key places, like, you know, every important or related agency, it wouldn't have passed the legal sniff test today, but, um, you know, it'll pass the totally uninformed or disinterested people like, don't look at it, don't stare at it, don't look at it. Um, and it would pass the test for them. And some of these people, I know there's a bunch of people who know it was all fake and their job is to have f- faux outrage. Um. And it really rubbed off on some people. The whole fact that they could get into some kind of anarchy and, and have some kind of a gave them a you know a mission in life sort of, um, and it it had to do with how much you can make everybody hate a person, so it really doesn't matter what you do to that person. It's kind of a sociology thing. Uh, I mentioned a long time ago, uh, very early episodes that uh, you know most countries have done some sort of. Uh, testing and and surveying to find how what they feel as far as you know behaviors are acceptable for people and wealthy people wealthy white men in particular powerful uh, are forgiven for very little or nothing and this would definitely be the case for Donald Trump when he was president so they would let a homeless person maybe eh, he stabbed a guy three times the guy didn't die let him go let them go live back on the streets. Um, you, you can't look sideways at somebody without it making headlines. Now, if you are prominent and wealthy. So, and, and it's also, here's what's really important about this hatred. You'll notice it spanned the globe. So it's really likely that those tactics had to be done around the globe in as many countries, especially developed ones, as possible. Because you can't have stark night and day positions on this it would really stand out like a of dick so um this campaign thing took influencers in from all over the world and i'd love to see how those debts are going to be repaid what kind of deal was made because somebody owes these international organizers and influencers social media influencers a lot of money so um and i'd like to talk about the i don't know what happened or i just want it all to go away and stop kind of people they're totally disinterested. They just fingers in the ears, don't want to hear it. And this is another victim in the Democratic plans is, is what these people are and what they become. They're so convinced that for the good of the country, it's best if they make that one really bad person go away. Uh, and If we had no other norms or rules, this, this might be true. You know, if we had, didn't have the kind of social contract or whatever we do, but we have one. Um, so let, imagine it this way so you had a business and you had 50 co-workers or you 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 own the business and operated the business and you had 50 people working for you one of them is a problem you would fire or lay off that person to keep the other 49 happy in their well-deserved workplace you know setting keep the environment going Uh, and part of our brain says that's easy just go ahead and do it Uh, the problem with that is uh You translate that over to our modern political stage, more often than not, it's just a few of the 49 who want to get one person out who's actually done nothing wrong. In fact, that person may be a fine producer of profits within the organization and makes the others, you know, they should step up their game, but they don't feel like doing that. So, with enough planning and bullying and maybe some bribes or deals, four or five people could actually get the number to turn on that one individual, that super producer, to about 20 people against that individual. Uh, and our unsuspecting power player worker would probably be become history pretty soon, forced out by that seed of a plot there. So, you know, I don't know how much more I have to say about this, but there has to be some kind of, I, I try, I'm going to try and close these out with the idea like, here's what you can do, here's what we can do. Um, uh, here's something for, you know, the, we, the people, and I really think it'd be really awesome if a lawyer of, you know, some kind of prominence in, in skill were to sue the federal government for woefully bringing a piece of hell to America. Those in power under Obama put in motion a plan that would forever divide the country. Again, Brennan's handwritten notes, ask anyone, you know, what those notes would signify. Look them up, uh. If you refuse to, then just kind of, I guess, start the conversation. Or if your mind's made up and you don't feel like looking at for, at for any more information, you know, because the odds are not very good that there will ever be any kind of justice. Because uh, bringing justice into this and resolving everything would probably cause a whole bunch of crap to unravel. All the deals of the past, people are going to say, Were was I a victim of it?" Um, Maybe we should flip the script and make up stuff about, you know, pick a candidate. I know Matt Gates is going through a bunch of, uh, he's being targeted. He's probably over the target for one thing. Uh, get in there and cheer him on in social media saying you hope he gets away with it and just see how riled up things get. Um, there has to be some kind of curveball. We can throw these uh, organized idiots. One last thing, uh, and I have a theory. And that is that the amount of violence we've seen and uh, the amount of violence we're going to see is directly proportional to the level of corruption that's oozing out of Washington, D.C. And that's pretty bad. I could have probably gone on for hours about the things that we have evidence of and no convictions, no trials, no hearings, and things that... um, you know, you'll be 50 or 100 articles on they are saying that that's absolute crap and somebody made it up and it's a distraction, when it's actually the evidence from the people who are, you know, committing the crimes and stuff and getting away with it. But their friends would be the ones who would have to bring them in and prosecute them. And that's probably, like I said, not going to happen. So um, if we start to see more and more, like the whole... Covid thing could have been created in a lab. If we start to see more things come around that we've been lied to about, uh, it's probably going to be a really shitty summer. A little rough, a little violent, but it's America, and then we'll get through it. Uh, take care, all, and God bless. <laughs>